Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hi, and welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. I'm Lisa Berry here with Dr. Frank Anderson. We're on episode 52 still sort of in a pandemic although we're it's fading out should we say just to mark this time in history yes we're at the point where masks aren't required if you're vaccinated right and so i've been seeing everyone's faces it's so interesting (laughs) (laughs) funny you should say that i was at the uh, the uh, store the other day and a guy was behind me and i turned around i smiled i go hey you can see that i'm smiling at you because you know for wearing masks nobody knew that you were smiling at them or perhaps not smiling at them but it was it was a moment i now that you mentioned that we had a moment he's like i'm smiling and you can see it yay yes i was at costco and people didn't have their masks on and i just remember that being a big deal wearing masks there right so many people wearing masks and it just things feel lighter things feel better well in the area where we live ann arbor michigan in the united states because you know people live all over the world there are some amazing gardens around here and one of them is the university of michigan has a peony garden and i have gone to visit it at least six times this spring because there's i think it's like 800 plants and thousands of blooms all in one spot and it it's my cathedral it's just my go-to place to relax and take it all in and and kind of live in a place of awe, which is where I try to live. I try not to take anybody or anything for granted. I try to live in a place of awe. Awe. Awe of peonies. And I just want to stop for a second and just, uh, you know, the the flower type is peonies. P-E-O-N-I-E-S for plural. And I know they're big in lots of countries. I, I believe in China, it's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know, actually, but there's so many different varieties and there's so many different shapes and sizes and colors. And it just creates, like you said, this amazing and spectacular burst of color that you're talking about. It puts you in a sense of awe. And as we've been talking about that, having the ability to be present to things like that might be what is the mechanism or the how to to achieve awe now i've been in places before like um when i was at the louvre in in, um, france and people kind of walk by and they say oh there's a mona lisa and they go on no yes or (laughs) some of those you know see europe in 10 days um from from a bus window there's different ways you go about life and this podcast is about exploring awareness and being present so what do you think is that the relationship between being present and your experience in the peonies garden well even when i go for a walk in my neighborhood i try to walk out the door and i immediately try to just take it all in in that moment i you, you can go for a walk and you can ruminate about your problems or you can not be in that moment but I, that's a whole point of doing it to me is to walk out the door and start looking at the trees and just being in that moment and seeing the trees and how lush and green everything is right now and walking to there's some woods at the end of my street and looking at how the sun makes a shadow on the trees have you ever done that it's amazing how the light can make a shadow on a tree so i try to stop and take it all in so at that moment i'm just taking all that in i'm aware of what's happening right in front of me have you been to the peonies garden with some other friends (laughs) okay all right. So the Peonies Garden in Ann Arbor, Michigan is my is my cathedral. I go there and it takes my breath away. And so I wanted to share it with some people this year. I thought that was, you know, I like to connect and I like to be with people. So I went with three different people to the Peony Garden in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And 
they weren't as in awe or in the moment as I was. Let's just just put it that way. And I was kind of like, all right, you're not coming back. You're not coming back. And I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, w- I was with a guy. He's an artist. He's a well-known area artist. And there's this tree. And I call it the tree of life because it's branches go in all these different directions. And we just get to the garden and we walk up this hill and I go, look at this tree. I call it the tree of life because it's branches go in so many different directions. And he goes, I wonder how many dogs have peed on that tree. (laughs) I guess guess maybe he was in the moment, but like, no, no, we're not here to think of that. We're here to awe in the wonder of nature and look how this tree grew and its branches go. So yeah. And I went with other people and everybody had their own little scenario they brought to my beloved garden. And I thought, okay, I'm going by myself <laughs> next time. Yeah. I know what you mean. Sometimes different people have different experiences with things and, you know, we're so used to thinking and analyzing ah, and yeah. judging, right? you know, and evaluating. And, you know, I find myself as a, as a physician frequently doing that, right. Because, you know, presenting with different situations, and, you know, we do the healer's art course, too, at the University mm-hmm. of Michigan. With uh, And that was designed by Rachel Rennan, who wrote the book Kitchen Table Wisdom. Okay. And she developed a course called the Healer's Art Course. Mm-hmm. And session four of that course is all about allowing awe in medicine. And so we work with the students and let them talk about things that, maybe don't make intellectual sense, right? Things that happen in people's lives, birth and death and cures and things that we can't explain, right? That just like, just take us back and like, and and allow that to happen as opposed to evaluate it or try to dismiss it. I think it's so interesting because every year we have, the different faculty share their experiences of awe and how they experience awe in medicine. And it always strikes me that to do that, one of the prerequisites is that you've allow yourself to be in the present moment and allow what's happening to happen and to like live with the event that life is presenting you right without resistance without trying to change it and without trying to analyze it and in that presence the awe then becomes a, a, an overwhelming feeling of kind of connection you know wouldn't you say that that sense of awe but yeah. allowing it allowing it is the first step and allowing it may come from these meditation practices and this idea of exploring awareness I think that is exactly how I would describe my experience in this garden. But I am really curious in the medical world, if you could talk more about how you experience awe, because I think people think doctors are scientists and it's so precise and you have problem A, we're going to give you cure B. And and you're saying that there's room for awe in medicine. Are we talking like medical miracles or what are you talking about? (laughs) Well, you know, medical miracles may be one of those things, but Even just to stop and, you know, I've talked about childbirth before. Right. And it could be routine, right? It can be, it can be something that happens like. For maybe you, the doctor, but not for those. Well, you know, I mean, I have attended over 10,000 births. Wow. And if you're not careful, you can get burned out and, and forget that each of these births is an absolute amazing experience. And I think because I've been practicing all these years, meditation and presence, and as I've gotten older too, I've gotten better at that <laughs> and then enjoy not just you know, the delivery, but the, but the mother's joy and the father's joy and the grandparents' joy and the nurse's joy, you know, and the baby's entrance into life and its first breaths, you know, it's just like absolutely amazing every single time it's just a privilege it's an absolute privilege see that sounds like awareness to me that you have to be aware in that moment of the miracle that's happening before you that's always what we're talking about in this podcast is the how because some people may not be in awe of things like you know your friends who went to the uh, peonies <laughs> garden they weren't in awe of all those amazing flowers and the right. shapes and colors and 
and what that all means because you know maybe they haven't been, been practicing you know not to say there's anything necessarily wrong with that but what we are saying here is that, that there is an opportunity right to really connect at a deeper level in the present moment to what's going on and it isn't something that you know you can force but it's something that emerges from being present and so this podcast is, is always about being present and what happens in the present moment. I re I'm remembering uh, Shinzen Jung, who talked about mindfulness and people, he, he said, if you could live to be 200 years old and, you know, with the same quality of life, you know, would you want to do that? And people will say, sure, if I can, if I don't get sick, if I can live 200 years of the same quality of life, that would be wonderful. He says, well, I can't. I can't help you do that. But what I can help you do is live your 80, 90, 100 years in a much richer, much more present way. So it seems like your your life is twice or three times as rich because you're not missing everything. So with these mindfulness techniques, the the depth of your experience becomes much, much more you know, through these mindfulness techniques. And so then then you get to walk into a peonies garden and experience the wonder and awe and mystery of that whole experience. Could we say, like, we say the joy is always there and the peace is always there and the love is always there. Is the awe always there? We, we have that capacity to look at life that way? I really think so. I think that all can be found in even the most mundane things, you know? Right. Like, I agree. Like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we hadn't seen each other in over a year due to the pandemic. And I found another garden in the Ann Arbor area um, at a, at a, it's called white Lotus farms. And they have a, several fields of, poppies red poppies mixed with these blue flowers and uh, they had posted a picture of it i thought well, i gotta go see that and so you just happened to be free and you and you met me there and i i do want to thank you because you allowed me to have my moment of awe and i didn't have to worry that you were gonna think why is she so just heart my heart stops you know it's just amazing to me and i take it all in and i feel it and it moves me and you allowed that to happen and you didn't say anything to take that away from me. So I was really grateful that you didn't and that we could have that experience of awe together. Yeah. That, you know, didn't even cross my mind that the poppy field, there was like poppies and, and blue buttons and huge field of those right. red poppies and those blue flowers. And it was, it was wonderful. There's this opportunity, right. To just be in the present moment and experience that. And our last one of our last episodes was on unity, you know, and you just get this sense of, of con the connectedness of all things and the beauty of all things. And, you know, as a scientist, I always think about DNA and, and, you know, how this DNA and this plant is different than this DNA and this plant. And this is why it expresses differently. And that type of amazing wonder to me is like absolutely incredible that you can just have these little shifts in DNA that have this huge differences in, in expression. And that, that that's a wonder and awe that I just hmm. can never get over. I like that with um, the different types of fish and different breeds of chickens. You know how I love chickens and, and, uh, and flowers and, and all these different things that have these, all these beautiful different colors, birds, it's it's just absolutely amazing. And by practicing these awareness techniques, right? You can it just so life becomes so rich and so interesting. You know, it's not just about trying to make it to the next place or trying to make the make the next dollar. There's just so much it's life can be so much more interesting, very subtle, very beautiful, very uh, delicate, very interesting. To me, there's awe in everything. If you stop and take the time and are aware, you can find awe, something awe in everything, I think. So I'm standing there and you say, I say, why do I feel this way? It's just like overwhelming to me how beautiful it is. And it's 
capturing my heart and you said something along the lines of, well, you need to have that same feeling when you're looking at a brick. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And well, here's something that Ajahnante says, excerpted from the most important thing, discovering truth at the heart of life, which is one of his books. And he says, right down to the most ordinary events in life, everything is much more extraordinary than we give it credit for. To engage with the true nature of ourselves, hmm. with the mysterious and overwhelming quality of existence requires us to pay attention to be present and to not sleepwalk through the next moment and the next day and the next week and the next year it requires us to endeavor to bring an even deeper sense of consciousness and awareness to each moment and when we do the quality of our consciousness itself transforms our whole being that reminds me of something that you say almost every time we record a podcast that you know you have a choice you can just walk through life and not be aware of what you're thinking or what's happening and just be on autopilot and be who you are based on how you were conditioned or brought up or where you're from, or you can be aware of the moment and kind of dig through those layers and get back to your, your core of joy and peace and love. Exactly right. And I am also saying that if you've been doing that, It's also okay because once you become aware of it, that's where the that's where the interesting part starts. So some people some young people stop sleepwalking, you know, early on and they really, really engage life. And sometimes it takes a longer time for people. So what if you do recognize that you've been sleepwalking? It's important then to have compassion for yourself and not be too hard on yourself because that's right. another thing that can happen with this, right? Um, have you ever experienced that? <laughs> Being hard on myself? Is that what you're asking <laughs> Yeah, like oh you know, my gosh, hard on yourself I, when you realize when you become aware, you know, of what's going on. Have you been hard on yourself or judging yourself for that? Because I know I have. Oh, absolutely. And I'm still trying to figure out why it's so hard not to do that. I literally am to the point now where I'll stop, Lisa. Well, listen to how you're talking to yourself, you know, and would you talk to your kids that way? Or would you talk to somebody you really care about, a friend or a loved one that way? No, I wouldn't. And so why can't I, you know, be kind to myself? Why is it so hard? Yeah, so it's such a common, that's a, such a common experience of, again, the habitual mind doing kind mm-hmm. of judging, maybe like your parents judge you or, or somebody right. else judge you. So it's like, wow. So like, ah. Oh. Now I'm aware that I'm doing that to myself again. Here I'm trying to explore awareness. And then right. it's like, now I'm ex- aware that I'm judging myself <laughs> very harshly, right? So right. then you can bring that into awareness. And so the whole process continues to evolve that way. It isn't something fast, but I always love to talk about the how, right? Because you can't just you just can't walk in a peony's garden and be in awe necessarily. There might need to be that prep, that how, that practicing awareness, perhaps in a meditation setting at home or or just in a chair by being first aware of your breath. You know, that's how you get that's how you get practice of being aware. First, being aware of your breath, then your body. Then you can be aware of your thoughts and your emotions and your consciousness. You know, then you start connecting to things in the present moment. And that sense of awe starts to emerge like that sense of unity that we talked about, I think, in episode number 50. And I think in this in this situation, when you're trying to be aware of self-compassion, I think we need to hear more. What does that look like? So you stop and you're aware. Oh, I'm beating myself up again. And my go-to phrase is, Lisa, give yourself a break. So if I if I stop and I become aware and I need some self-compassion and then I'm aware of that, how does it fall off? Is that come through repetition or practice or awareness or all of the above? Tara Brock has a little saying about that. 
It's called Tend and Befriend. Ah, I never heard that one. <laughs> yeah, Tend and Befriend. So it's like, okay, you've got that going. You've got these scripts going, these like mind memes that just continue and continue. And then right. you, when you stop to become aware, now remember that we've talked about some of these deep qualities that emerge when you practice awareness. So there's that sense of equanimity or peace. Mm -hmm. There's a sense of unconditional love, a sense of joy, and a sense of generosity. And so it's from that wellspring of intention that you draw upon to have self-compassion for yourself. When you see this part of you that is acting up, <laughs> part of you that sees is where the love emerges from, right? So it isn't like another thought. Oh, well, I got to love myself. I mean, you, you're expressing this tolerance for yourself. But what I would like to suggest is that you feel into a non-judgmental accepting of whatever's happening in the present moment, right? And when you do that, there's that sense of, of love and relief and joy that, that the present moment is pure awareness and has nothing to do with the thoughts and the judgments. And, and that's where the love comes from, the compassion comes from. Do you talk about that often about you just, you can't, there's no words for it. You just have to feel it. Right. That you feel, that you feel into it. And so, you know, Ajashanti has another something to say about this, because this is all about being conscious, right? Conscious awareness. Mm. And so he says that consciousness gives us this unique facility, not only to be aware, but also to be aware that we are aware and we can reflect on reflecting on things. And so what's happening is that the cosmos, he calls it, is reflecting upon itself, right? So when we look at this mystery, spiritual awakening or revelation itself, it will show that we in the deepest sense of things are the mystery that we're looking at i loved that we are the mystery that we're looking at isn't that amazing it really really is and and that becomes a big sense of awe in that we are these particles of the universe right and we're aware of it and we are aware that we are aware and it's in that awareness that the universe is aware of itself i know that sounds like a deep yeah concept but stick with us it's uh and i put it out there as you know not something to be judged and not something to be you know kind of dismissed but to just put it out there as a possibility it, it can make intellectual sense yes we're, we're all just particles of the universe but the Ah, is that the particles are arranged in such a way that we can be aware of it or aware that we're aware. And so this is the deepest sense of consciousness, the deepest expression of kind of life. And, and the fact that we can do that is the most awe-inspiring thing of all. And are you aware you sent me this Adjante writing this morning? And that was the exact quote that I sent back to you. That was my favorite of the whole thing. Yeah, right. In the deepest sense of things are the mystery that we are looking at. And I thought that resonated with me a lot. And I thought, how beautiful is that? You know, it is kind of a mystery. And that's I, to me why I enjoy awe, because it's focusing on the mystery of life, really taking a moment to stop. And take it in. Stop and take it in. Exactly. And There's it's, so much to take in. 
Yeah. And, and so it's a, it's just a, it's a a different perspective on things. It's an openness Mm -hmm. and open heartedness that again is, is revealed or, or through these practices are cultivated, you know, through the practices that we've been talking about, the exploring awareness, the mindfulness, the presence. And so again, from another angle, and we talk about the same thing every episode uh, from different angles. Right. And today we're talking about the experience of awe that we've all had, right? It, it sometimes it takes a lot to, to shock you into awe. So, you know, these people you went to the peonies garden was that wasn't enough. <laughs> you know, I would say that, you know, I always love to bring my uh, burning man experience references into this too, because boy, people create some amazing artwork and amazing experiences and amazing shows that just really are awe-inspiring. It's like you can't imagine people coming up with this, especially out in the middle of nowhere like they do. Sometimes you have to have a big dramatic event to like experience awe, like stop, and you have no choice but to be in the present moment with your mouth open and like, OMG. <laughs> so I don't know why I want to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Do you think awe is easy? It be- yes, it becomes, it becomes just a normal part of the day. For for and, me and and, and like you were but you, like you were saying I don't need a big event to bring me awe I can find awe in everything and that's why I call myself a moment saverer because there's so much to savor and there's so much to take in and I think life and the human body is a miracle and when I say that to people they just look at me like what are you talking about but I try to live in awe and awareness as much as I can, because I think life is such a gift and it goes by so fast and I want to savor it and remember it and be not be on autopilot. I want to take it all in because there is so much to take in. So for me, awe is easy, but I didn't know if for other people it is. And well, it wasn't. It's not. It's not easy for everyone. And, uh, and that's why we're talking about it today, because I think some people don't experience awe, mm. and that's okay, too. And, uh, and I think that the reason to, to kind of listen today and to practice is to cultivate that and work on it. And I wouldn't want to judge anybody for no, the right. level of awe that they have or don't have. But I would like to say that awe does become a part of this experience. And with the practice and with the working with it, then... Awe starts to emerge in the most unusual places. You know, mm. your children, your your spouse, your your neighborhood, your your job. You know, the, even places where you didn't think there was awe. A brick. A, a brick. You know, an interesting brick or a not interesting brick. You know, being present and just connecting to the present moment and what is has so many so much potential and today we've been talking about awe as as one of those expressions that we as humans you know have when we are in the present moment so let's move to a kind of experience too of that because the conversations are interesting and but the how to experience awe is 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 connecting to your innate sense of presence that is distracted by so many ideas and thoughts and things and if you just stop now to connect and the presence first by being aware of your breath and reminding yourself, it's like, oh yeah, this is breathing happening in my body. That's happening without me thinking about it. And now I'm being aware of it. And it starts my awareness practice my mindfulness practice or my mindful awareness practice, mindful 
mindfully aware of the breath And, you know, as we start out this practice, it's hard enough just to keep your attention on the breath. But the more you do that, the easier it gets. And the more, the easier it gets, the more you can explore what happens when you breathe. And, you know, it's amazing really that muscles, you know, all over your body move when you breathe. And tissues stretch, and skin stretches, and your legs, and your back, and your neck. And you could just spend a whole hour exploring all the different amazing things that happen when you breathe. And that, that may be awe-inspiring. And you can feel it. I can feel it in my hips. I can feel it all up and down my back, not just my nose. You know, so there's all that you know, physical exploration you could do. And then, of course, what's truly amazing and awe-inspiring is that you're breathing in air that then um, the air is full of different types of molecules and oxygen is the most important one it's going into your lungs and dissolving across a membrane and attaching to hemoglobin and being delivered to your cells so that they can undergo the metabolic you know, requirements that are necessary. And then that oxygen is going to get put onto some carbon because of these you know, complex biochemical processes that if you go to medical school, you'll study you know, ad nauseum. Uh, super complicated, super interesting. I mean, awe-inspiring that even people could figure this out. And the carbon dioxide, it's, it's, in, it's in a liquid form until it gets back to the lungs and then it turns into a gas molecule and it comes out of your into your lung sacs and out you know, and just to be present to that is is amazing i mean that could be the most awe inspiring thing of the day just to stop to realize what's happening in your lungs with this air. And then if it messes up for just a short time, the whole chemistry of your body will be thrown off. If you don't have enough oxygen, your life could be over in a few minutes. or if the carbon dioxide builds up. So all of these incredibly balanced processes are being expressed in how often you breathe and how deep you breathe and whether or not you yawn. Yeah. 
and so just be be awed by the whole thing. Connect to this as a deeper reality of what's really going on. And the fact that you're aware of it. And that you're aware that you're aware of it. What does that, what does that do? Breathing is simple compared to what's going on in our bodies with the muscles and bones and nerves, <laughs> keeping our muscles toned and keeping us upright and balanced and knowing our position in space and all of these incredibly complicated neuro neurological, chemical things going on just to keep us sitting. And sensing the environment and feeling, you know, your skin touching the floor or your clothes or whatever. And so not just being aware of the body as muscles and nerves, but as an incredibly intricate system that's actually tied up with your breathing and which maintains the pH of your blood, which maintains the normal functioning of the muscles and the nerves. So it's very connected. And of course the blood flow through arteries and veins coursing throughout your body. you know, miles and miles of blood vessels that contract and dilate based on the need for blood in different places and, you know, absorbing nutrients from your intestines, passing through your kidneys to release all the toxins and metabolic byproducts, you know, like, you know countless things happening that, uh, really takes multiple PhDs to really understand completely, but here we're just, just, you know, being in awe of what's happening in the body. From the being aware and allowing the mystery just to be there, even if we can't really understand it, it deepens the awareness, deepens the connection. And then moving up, up to the brain, now a whole nother level of complication. And the brain has evolved, our brains have evolved. You 
and they look physically different than other animals. But we are, of course, animals, primates, evolved primates whose brains have evolved to the place where where we're not just autopilot. I think a lot of organisms are. You know, autopilot, and they've learned cause and effect and things, but since we can't talk to them, we don't know what else they can do, but we know that we, one level, can just function as a robot and like an animal. You can just seek to get your needs met, compete to get your needs met. At whatever costs you want, and you can please other people and do what you think is right based on what other people say. So there's all that, and you can just function at that level. And there's this opportunity now to function a little bit deeper, a little, a little bit at another level that doesn't get taught so much. So we're exploring that here, this waking up from ourselves as just habitual kind of creatures to being aware of what is making us tick. Aware of how our thoughts are formed. Aware of our reactions. You know, aware of a inner dimension that goes beyond just trying to get needs met or trying to get find favor with others, but now a connection to a deeper sense of identity beyond thoughts. but it's through the mindful awareness that we can connect to this. Because it won't be a thought, it will be a experience of connection to the mystery and awe that is beyond thought and beyond our conscious And even if your brain is just skeptical and dismissive of this whole thing, you can, you're, you're aware that your brain is dismissive and skeptical. And it's in the awareness that you'll find the answers to these unanswerable problems and unanswerable questions. Because this, in the awareness, sometimes the questions no longer mean anything. So, 
But again, you'll have to just sit with that experience. And be compassionate with yourself as you kind of struggle. And between trying to figure things out and letting the present moment unfold. And as you do that, you connect to awe and mystery. And openness, joy and peace and love and generosity. And you get distracted and you go back to the breath and become aware of the breath anytime you want. Aware of the body, aware of thoughts, aware of your emotions, rest as awareness. And then feel into the awareness of awareness. The unity of all beings. and the awe that comes with that. And then perhaps gratitude that we have such a practice, such an access to this. from people who have done this already. And so we'll end now with a couple of breaths. Both awe inspiring breaths. <laughs> and you can open your eyes and uh, be awed by your vision. And we can hear Lisa and be awed by her voice. <laughs> 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 
that was a lot to take in. I don't know, you know, I know you kind of get into the moment and the flow and you do your meditations, but wow, you know, I'm kind of listening and, you know, going along with it, but that was a lot to take in in a good way. I was in awe. Let's just put it that way. How about that? Yeah, I was in yeah. awe of that meditation. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a lot. And, um, you know, it, um, it requires, you know, just again, some patience and um, openness. Mm. And truly, you know, the opportunities just continue deep in all the, all the time. And it, to me, this never gets boring. No, I, I know. Never. 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 Yep. If it gets boring, then it's more thought based, you know? So it's like keep working on and go back to the breath, but it's fun. And it's a good, it's a good thing to do. If you, if if you're picking it up, pick it up with us, keep working with us, have fun with it. Yeah. We haven't mentioned big fun journey in a while. Yeah, Big fun. Totally. Part of our big fun journey. This is a big fun journey. You know, if you got to go to a psychotherapist for some, you know, work through some pain, that's one thing. But this is a big fun journey. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh my gosh. Therapist, have some fun with us. Yeah, right. There you go. Well, it's kind of like therapy. You know, every every episode you say something that like hits me right where I am. And I'm hoping it, it hits everybody listening right where they are. You know, we're all on this universal journey together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like an examined life, you know, it's worth living. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you want to email us, exploringawareness at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yes, please leave us a message or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Have a great week, everybody. And uh, have a big fun journey and enjoy the awe of everything. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.